0: You might have thought that Sipa <coughs> Yitzias Mitzrayim begins, or should be said on Rosh Chodesh Nisan lomar That's Arif Pesach. Like, uh, before the before the night. So. The fact that there's such kind of hava is that Sipu Yitzhiya's should be said on Rosh Chodesh or Erev Pesach, Kamash on the night of Pesach when we have the Matzah Umaror mulachim lefanecha, is evidently we see from here that there is stages in the Geulah, for sure. And that's why we have such a Salchadayit. We'll try to say a little bit of a Mahalach. What was the hava of each one? And the second thing we're going to try to explain is that the Brishkarov says that when we say It's not like a zman, like Rosh Choyosheh is a zman, or Pesach is a zman, and then uh, Seder night is a zman, but rather it's a chilek, an essence of Sippo Yetzia's Mitzrayim is together with the Matzot of, 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 of So it's a tzura of how the mitzvah of Sippo Mitzrayim is done. We'll try to say, a in that. Okay, so the first thing is in the Rosh Chodesh. There's an idea expressed by Rabbi Isaac Chover. You ever heard of him? It's a Talmud from the Gro. He says it are many of his farm, but there is a safe. There's a of from him that speaks out that in Rosh Chodesh there was a fundamental change that took place in the world until uh, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, that year. The world was running only on what we would call the Koyach, the, the Hanhoga, what we call Teba, nature. And that's why the Chot Hashanah originally were counted from the month of Rosh Hashanah, because that's the world of Teba. From this point on, the Jewish people have an entirely new Hanhaga, and it's almost like considered like a new creation of the new world. And that is that we have an haga called hashkacha Piratit, nisim, where we override teva, and we deal with the person a direct dealing with the person, hashkacha pratis. So Hashem deals with the person directly, and overrides all Mazolois and teva. And that was that shinui in the Bria took place from that first mitzvah, as we know. This is the first mitzvah in the Torah. Achodah shazelohem to pronounce Chodesh Nisan as the Rosh Chodesh Rishon Hu Ashana, this fundamental change took place uh, on Rosh Chodesh Nisan of that year. Okay, Now, we need to understand the significance of that, besides for the tremendous, tremendous gift that Hashem gave us, this Hashkocha Pratis and this close relationship with us, and, so to speak, made us the Tachlas of the Bria. And that's why the world revolves around our Maisam. Because we're involved in the running of the world. And that's a tremendous thing. And that's a step in the, in the Gaula process, without a question. That's a step in the Gaula process. Because, like we mentioned in the previous Vadan, that Gaula wasn't just a way of saving people from problems. Gaula was much deeper than that. Gulah was the plan of the creation. That Hashem should have a nation and there should be a place for Hashos HaShchina. So that's a very fundamental part of the Gula. is that this shinui in the Bria should take place. But it's a little bit deeper, okay? And that is that we know that Kiddush Levona, Kiddush Levona is a very... It's an amazing thing. The, the ritzvah happens to say in his agoda over here that on Rosh Chodesh there was also Gilu Shchina. So the shahat is what that Gilu Shchina was on Rosh, on Rosh Chodesh. So we know that making Kiddush Levana is like Mechabel Peneha shekhinah. What's the Inyan? Because the Jewish people are compared to the moon. The moon and the sun have a certain relationship where the sun shines its light, and the moon reflects it. Okay? So there's like a certain yachas, a connection between the sun and the moon. And we know this in Halacha, actually, there's a, a ramah that says that there's a minute to dance by, by Kiddush levana, because it's like a chasana, it's like a wedding, where the sun and the moon reunite and it accepts the light from the sun, and this is like a marshal to us and Hashem, that even if the Jewish people go down, they lose their connection, but the connection is never really lost. And we come back, and there's an the Indian, so it has like a din of a nesuin, and you're supposed to dance at this chasana, so to speak. I remember once when I was a kid, um, I had the zechos uh, to say, kiddush levon I was about, I don't remember exactly how old, maybe 12, 13 years old, I was uh, sent Kiddish Lavana together with the Alta Tenkeleb. The Tenkeleb, the old one from Brooklyn who passed away, he was a very famous holy person who gave brachos on Shvi al Pesach for people to get married. So he, I did Kiddush Lavana with him, and we were dancing together. And then there was a bocher there. Also youngish, but older than me. His name was Yisrael Akiva Shustel. He's the son of Sholem Five of Shustu. Was to get today together with his father in the yeshiva over there. So the altar, never told him, he gave him a brokha. He told him, Levona. Levbesule Nisus Le'Oim harvi. That means there is some connection between marriage and Birkes HaLevona. I don't know if Yisrael Akiva, Rabbi Yisrael Akiva remembers this maissa. I have to ask him. But I'm him... So anyway, so this is a time that there's a pene Pnei Okay, where the pshat is, that was revealed in the world, that the connection between the Jews and Hashem, that's a Mechabu pene because now the Shechina is coming into the world. That's Hanhoga Vashkocha Nisis. That was a fundamental change, and the fact that this uh, Yachas was created, and part of the idea of Kiddush Levon is that it's Mechadish in every month. No matter what happens, it doesn't go anywhere. So, this, this revelation happened on Rosh Chodesh Nisan in Mitzrayim, and therefore the Rabbi Zikhova explains that's the Yachom Rosh Chodesh, that's the Havamina that you should make Sipriyetis Mitzrayim Rosh Chodesh. Fine? So, then the Possum says no. It Mahu. So you would think What's why? Why is ba'oidyoyim erev Pesach? Why is that a that should be as ma'afasim bein as Mitzrayim? And Teretz says that's another stage in Gula because that's when they made the Korban Pesach. The Korban Pesach, what represented? See, Meshachochma has a big ariches in this. The the uproot the of Mitzrayim, as we know. That they were commanded to take the, the carbon and put it away on the side for a few days to make sure it has no mumim, mishchu right? So, what was going on over there is they had a tremendous, tremendous misirud nefesh to break away from da'avodazar. Means we know that in Mitzrayim, halalu of da'avodazara, halalu of da'avodazar, right? So, in order for Klai's to take that step of ge'ula, of spiritual ge'ula, to become the Am Hashem, they had to first do a avoid. The Avoidah is to break away. Mishchu yadechem, pull away your hands. That's a big misilut nefesh, not easy to break away from a habit. It's not easy to break away from the social pressure, even putting their lives in danger. That was a big step. And that's why we say, Bidamai Chaii, Bidamai that the Jewish people had two mitzvahs Dam Mila and Dam Pesach, and that's how they lived. What's the comparison between the two Dams? The Dam Mila represents the Messiah's nefesh, the blood that you're willing to give for Kedusha. And the Dam Karb Pesach was the Messirus Nefesh to break away from Davay Azar. So it was definitely a very important stage in the Gaulah, and that's why there was a Havamina that we should say Sipu Yitzir's Mitzrayim" from them. The Kamash Melon. The bottom line of the possek is, B'Sha'ah M'A'Tza'ah Umaror Munachim L'Fanecha. That's the proper time. So like we mentioned from the B'Shkirov, that it's not just the Zman, it's the Tzura. That's the Chidash akra. The Chidash akra is that Sipu Yitzir's Mitzrayim has to be done with a Tzura of M'A'Tza'ah Umar. What's together? So I'm going to say over from the... Rabbi Yedesla Mechtamaliyoh says a very deep point. It's something that's spoken about a lot in the Svarim from the altar from Kelm, Rabbi Rucham. It's a concept of Siur, using a something that the body could, tangi- could be tangible uh, on a C in a tangible way, as opposed to using your logic and your Seichel and your Das only. Because the seichel is something that understands concepts very deep, but it only remains in the mind. The body has to feel and see something and use what we call siurim, imagery. Have you ever heard of, uh, of Dimyon Mudrach, guided imagery? It's like the same idea. To, to, to try to see it and imagine it and visualize it, then the body feels it. And it doesn't have to even have chokhmah, it just comes from chokhmah. I'll give you an example. You go to a shul, right? So when you come to the shul, it's first of all, the shul is built in a certain way that it's very clear that it is a shul. Right? And then you come in and you have to tuck your shirt in and you have to put on a jacket. Right? You have to dress the part. You have to dress the pot, you have to live the part. Now that's not chokhmah, but that Metzius will bring the Yerushalayim into you. If I just study the concept of a base Medrash, the Shechina comes down here, it's a place of tefillah, it's all in the Seichel, but the room looks the same, and I walk in the same way that I would walk into my bedroom, I wouldn't be able, my body wouldn't be able to relate to that chokma. My body has to be able to relate to it in a more tangible way. That's tsiurim. So, even So the Seder is basically set up like a kindergarten classroom. We make uh, skits, you know, we're acting out things, we're pointing to things, we're behaving in a certain way, we're leaning, we're doing this. What's all this? That's because we want Yetzirah Mitzrayim not just to be something that we have clear in the brain. We want the body to be able to relate to it as well. Chushim, it's a big thing in avoidance Musa. When you learn something in Musa, you have to after you get the concept clear, you have to try to visualize it in real life. And then you have to try to bring it down to your real life. And then it, ha- it takes a form. Once it takes a form, you're able to relate to it in a practical, tangible, down-to-earth way. So that's why Sipu Mitzrayim has to be that way. It's not just this man that you see No, it is the way you do see for Mitzrayim. That's the chiddush from Brisker Okay, let's go to the next paragraph. So the next paragraph is what the Gemara says that to do see for Mitzrayim properly, we have to do maschil Bignus, and we have to be mesayim B'Shevach. means we have to start. With all our humble beginnings, the negative part, the negative beginnings of the Jews, until we get to the um, part of the glory. There is a machlekes in the Gemara. What's the mascha Begnus? Is the mascha Begnus, avodim hayinu? That means we talk about the outer layer of the Jewish people. They went; their body was in bondage. Or we start from mitzchila of the avodah zarah that the the earliest stages of our nefesh was was messed up. It was avodah zarah. machalik and We do both. Lamaisa. There's a shiklatir why it's set up the way it is. I don't want really to go into that now. I want to try to give some basic insights over here. Okay. So we start off with this thing. and We say mitzchila of the avodah zarah you avotenu. Even though our beginnings were very humble, or very low, we were together, our forefathers were together with the idol worshippers, yet Hashem was mekaravos laavodos. I'm going to go back to it, I just want to see the first, the, the, the whole paragraph, and then show you some of the ankis here. It brings a Pasuk, Pasuk in Tanakh. Vayom el and Yeshua told the people On the other side of the river your forefathers lived. your fathers lived, So it mentions Avram's father Terach and Avram's brother Nahor and the whole family were idol worshippers I plucked him out I took him from there on the other side of the river, and I brought him and I gave him the kid Yitzchak, mm-hmm. and then I gave Yitzchak two children, Yaakov and Esav, right? And I gave Esav for him, Yaakov and I split them up, and I sent Yaakov. And his children to Mitzrayim. So the question is, why all these details here? Who, he was his brother, he was his kid, he had a brother. Well, what's all this things? So the first step is, we go over, say, over to Maral. The Maral says that the is soid in choosing, choosing has to have a choice. If there's only one, it's not a choice. So first we have to show you that there was others, and Yaakov and, and Hashem chose one over the other. They're both Oiv De'avoy Dezara. So they both don't have the merit. But one was chosen. That's a very key point here to understand. that this, And this was how Hashem was makaravas. It says kiravnu. It's a very interesting point. Because the, the Bala goddess says that we were beginning Oiv De'avoy Dezara vash of kiravnu. Hashem was Makaravas. And then you read the passage, it doesn't say anything about Kiruv. That means that the Balagoda was Magdir. He took out the Lambdus from the passage. The alumnus of the passage, which we're we'll going to go into a little bit in a, in a minute, is that he was Makaravas. But where's the Kiruv happening? Because you have a bunch of Avdav and and he was chosen. It's a choice. He took one over the other. Now, it says in Maral, that if, if it would be only one choosing... That could be like what we call a mikra. It doesn't mean that it's a permanent real thing. But after three times we have a klal ha mikra lo yasmid. A mikra doesn't happen three times in a row. So that's already a chazakah. A chazaka means it's real. The choosing is real and it's permanent. And it's solid. So then you go through the pasuk and you see that. Because he chose him from his brother. First of all he broke him away from his father. Because you don't choose a son from a father, because the son is a hemshchak of a father. So he totally broke him off the father. The starting point is there, but he chose him from his brother, and then he chose Yitzchak from Yishmael. That's number two, and then he chose Yaakov from Esav. So it's three, choosings, and that's where we see Kiravnu Lifne Hashem. Okay, that's what Maharal says over here. Now. There's a very interesting yesoid that we can we can develop here, is that we see that the icker way to help someone grow in avoid Hashem is through this concept called kirva. It's a makaravim. If you're makarav him, that is the yisoid of how one is over Hashem. That's together. The Lomdus is, by being mekar of them, by taking them close, that's how you reach them and that's how you change them. Through the concept of kiruv. Which means that, if let's say you have people, you want to teach them, you want to enlighten them in Torah, you want to bring them closer to Torah, right? It's not about preaching or telling them and enlightening them in concepts and teachings and whatever it is, because that's not going to do anything. You say you first have to be mekar of them. If you are mekar of them, then they'll mekabel your Torah. Then they'll mekabel your teaching. If they see that you care about them, you love them, you bring them close, that they're important, that's a very big thing. A Talmud has to feel that important, and that needed, and that his steiging is important. It makes him, it uplifts him. And the Rebbe takes interest in him. And that's the same thing with your own children. That's the soyid of Avodis Hashem. The side of Avodis Hashem is kirva. So by the fact that Hashem was Mekar of Avram. That's why he became Avram. He was Mekar of Yitzchak. He became Yitzchak. He was Mekar of Yaakov. He was Mekar of three times in a row. He made a chazakah that these people are close to him. When we know that we're close to Hashem, and we know that we're chosen, you see, that's a deep thing. The fact is that when we serve Hashem, so there's a very deep thing. We serve Hashem because we're Jewish, or we serve Hashem because He chose us to be born into this nation as opposed to every other nation in the world. It means we could have been born Chinese, or Italians, or Russians, or some other thing, Americans. We could have been born that way. A person has to feel that he was chosen. If he feels that he was chosen over someone else, even though he's born into Judaism, but Lema'isa, he makes a brach every morning, he says, goi. That means he didn't have to be born that way. He was chosen. And he was chosen for a reason. And chosen for a purpose. And he's obviously important to Hashem if he was chosen for a mission. That feeling is going to be the driving force behind your growth. Otherwise, you're just a Jew because you were born that way and that's what your father does and you just go roll with, the, just roll with it. And the minute you have uh, problems, the minute you have obstacles, then you check out of the system or you do the bare minimums. But if you feel chosen, and that's the kirva. The kirva is that you feel chosen. To God, creator of the world, master of the world with a master plan chose you, you, he chose you for a certain mission, then that's a deal changer. That that changes everything. Then you give much more dedication to it. You feel uplifted about it. You feel good about it. That's the source of your growth. Your growth comes from kirva, from being chosen. That's a big yisoyed. You know it says in the Pesach that Hashem says, You should tell your children all that I did in Egypt, right? So the question is, why does it say, in the ears of your children? Why don't you just, obviously it's to the ears. If you're talking to somebody, and you're telling him something, then obviously it's going into the ears. So why do you have to say, So the answer is, because you can darshan as much as you want, and the person can physically hear the words that you're saying, it doesn't mean you're reaching him doesn't mean you're touching him. So Beoznei means you have to find the ear of each kid. How are you going to reach him? How are you going to touch him? So in that respect, you see, automatically, the Yasir of Chinuch is Mechaev, a relationship. an understanding of the person you're talking to. Understanding the keys and the mafateches to his heart. For that, you have to know him. You have to care about him. He has to feel that kurva, kirva, otherwise not happening. That's a key yesoid in giving over is You have to know where the oizen is. You have to find the oizen. If you find the oizen, then you can be matzlech. If you don't find the oizen, you cannot be matzlech. So this is a very, very important yesoid that we're learning over here. Hashem chose us. Now that's in itself a big thing. Because nobody had any prior merits. So don't think for a minute, oh, if my father would be this, if that, Avram yeah, Avinu, his father was a Oyeh ve'l Avram Avinu himself was a Oyeh It doesn't matter. You don't need any, you know, help. The fact that Hashem chose you, Zehu. How do you know He chose you? You're born Jewish. Chose you. No. So, you don't need nothing else. Just the fact you're chosen. And then you have to focus on that Kirva. And you have to think about that. There are billions of people in the world. The odds of you being born Jewish or being born religious or that you're being able to be enlightened to see religion, that's a very small odds. That's a big choosing that took place. That choosing is the, is going to be the driving force to your avoider Because if you weren't needed, you wouldn't be. If we didn't need your avoider so why would you be? It's not like by accident you were born Jewish. That's a very key point that we need to get clear in this in this Haggadah, that, that, that That's the message. Let me see if I have another minute. Okay, let me give you another quick thing. Um... So we have over here. It says bono, Yaakov, of and his children, Yordu Mitzrayim. It's mashret, they went willingly. Yordu Mitzrayim. Yosef HaTzadik was the king of all of Mitzrayim. He prepared the way for them. It's Yordu Mitzrayim. It's Mashal he went willingly to Mitzrayim. But we know that later on in that we're going to say Anusal He did not want to go to Mitzrayim so to speak, forced to go down to Egypt. You understand? So, this is different mahal from this, but I'll tell you quickly, a maharal. So, maharal says that, really, like the Chazal tells the Yaakov Avinu when he complained, he says, why is this going on? Hashem says, you were supposed to go down in chains. You were supposed to be forced to go down to Egypt, and now, I put your son there, and I'm setting it all up for you to make it good for you, and you're complaining, Right? So we see, we see a very deep thing. The Ba'etzim Yaakov Avinu, had, the had to start with chains. They had to be pulled down with chains, right? But what happened was that Yaakov's chains were in the sky of Yosef. Yosef Atzadik, instead of pulling Yaakov down, Al Yidei Yosef, the key of Ones al was was Chalim Him. That's the connection between Yosef and his father, and that way the whole mishpachah didn't have to be dragged down. Yosef represented everybody. He had that that, that power to represent everybody. So the kiyom was done through Yosef. And once the kiyom was done through Yosef, they went down Bechavod. They went down the Kavadik way. That's how the ma'aral is answering up the stair. Okay, we'll stop here for today.